When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, gang. I'm Bruce Campbell from Burn Notice. You're watching Geekscape. Check it out. Sunny San Diego, it's the special edition of Geekscape from Comic-Con. Here's your host, Jonathan London. That was excessive. Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to Geekscape episode 131 from San Diego Comic-Con. I'm Jonathan London, and uh, this is the third time that we've had uh, a San Diego Comic-Con episode. We're starting it off here with my good buddy, Nar Williams. If you're new to Geekscape, I don't know what was keeping you, but Welcome. And over the next hour, we're going to talk about latest movies, video games, and comic book news. And we're right here at the epicenter of all that news in San Diego. Nar, um, you're a buddy of ours who's been on the show quite some time. Uh, a few times, right? Yeah. You've been a friend of the show for a while. Um, what was the process like? Like, like This is your first Comic-Con. I'm bleeding everywhere. This is your been, first Comic-Con. I've had my cherry popped at Comic-Con. Here, please. Yes. What? What? Nar went there. You, you kind of almost have to eat these mics. Um, yeah, okay, I'm eating the mic. Oh, okay, Nar doesn't. I'm I loud do. by okay. nature, okay. remember? Um, sorry. So what's, what's been the process of, of this Comic-Con for you? You're the new guy. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, the first thing that I noticed was sleeping in one uh, hotel room with eight guys. Um, yeah, that's new to you. Was, was definitely new to me, um, especially when I have Jonathan London. Um, by the way, I tried to get a floor spot. And everybody had claimed floor spots because no one wanted to be in bed with John London. I'm an animal. <laughs> so we're we're yeah. li- we're uh, so this is what I hear at you know one in the morning Wednesday night after preview night. This is what I hear. Good night, everybody. Don't let the bed bugs fuck you. <laughs> I like to joke around a little bit. Before I fuck my victims, and then uh, and then I think it was Stephen was was snoring like a rancor, <laughs> and uh, so needless to say, didn't get much sleep. But hey, it didn't matter because we got up early. We did. We 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 hit the floor right when it opened, 
And uh, the first panel I hit up was the OneRing.net slash Weta slash The Hobbit panel. Uh-huh. How was that? Uh, not a lot of news coming from that panel. I saw on OneRing.net, you'd posted on your Twitter, you posted the... the that Hobbiton was starting to get built. Yeah, that's that true. That was enough to elicit my excitement. I was pretty excited about that. Hobbiton, it, Hobbiton is being built right now. Um, no casting news because they're still in the first draft of the script, obviously, and actors like to see scripts. Um, but, you know, there was a video message from Del Toro. He didn't really say much. He just said, hey, everybody. Because there's the language barrier? There's, <laughs> there's nothing really to <laughs> announce. But it was cool. I got to see Richard Taylor, the the multiple Oscar winner, the head of Weta, and uh, and so that was cool. But not much info out of that panel. So what what'd you hit up after that? Then I went and I actually sat out in the sun and got sunburnt for uh, three hours waiting for the Avatar panel. Holy shit, three hours! And I was yeah, three hours outside. I was in line with all these Twilighters that were waiting to get in for Twilight. You know, uh, so that was like a little weird and crazy. But uh, and then I'll, I'll actually show you guys how weird and crazy it got. Um, Zach Kadad and I went out after midnight uh, on Monday, uh, on Wednesday night, and we actually went and saw all these tents in line set up by Twilight people. And uh, I'll show you that little clip that, yeah. we, that we filmed. Uh, it, be, be, be as as scared of you as you guys may be of Twilight people. Um, the army's here. That's good. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the 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 super action man's arriving right now. There he is. He's being helied in from uh, Burma, where he just stopped an uprising. Um, but uh, yeah, as scary as that was, I think what you guys are about to see really puts it into uh, perspective. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? Jonathan here. I'm with my buddy Zach, and uh, we're at the convention center late on Wednesday night. It is about what? It, let's see what time it is. What time is it? Check it out. I've it is 12:20. Uh, Thank you, sir. And uh, the real convention doesn't start until 10 a.m. tomorrow. And Hall H is the big hall. And the big thing with Hall H is it starts at 10 a.m. with a Twilight panel. Now, usually you have to get here at like 9, 8 o'clock to get in line but it's the Twilight panel, all right? So look at this. There's a little tent city. Here's the first person in line. Okay, check this out. There are tents all the way down that wall, right? You see the tents all the way down that, that convention wall? Now check this out. Booyah. That goes all the way back there, almost to that lit building you guys see in the distance. That shit is scary. <laughs> scary. I'm going to go lay down among them. So those are the Twilightists now, uh, Wednesday night. I, I, I thought that was a promotion for, for District 9 at <laughs> first. It was like a refugee camp. Right. You know? And but you it, went into this refugee camp and you waited. I, I waited. And you I was sat, you, Did you sit through the Twilight panel? No, thank God. I came dangerously close to getting into the Twilight. They stopped it right before you? They stopped it right before me. I was like, thank God. But when I did get into Hall H, finally, for the Avatar panel, there was glitter everywhere. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. All right. So, uh, so James Cameron comes out. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh and he tells us that we're going to see 20 minutes of Avatar. Is that awesome? 20 minutes of Avatar. We go ballistic. He, everybody has their 3D glasses. We put them on and he shows us and it's amazing. Visually, it's absolutely stunning. And the way I can describe it is like when I play Dungeons and Dragons, 
the world, the colorful, crazy, fantastical world that I imagine is on screen in an avatar. It's nuts. And then there are dragons. Wait, there's dragons? There are dragons in Avatar. Versus machines? Uh, no, I mean, the avatars are actually biological beings. They're, they're, uh, they are designed, they're like these tall, cat-like people that look like the natives of the planet that they're on. The planet right. is called Pandora, and they're called the Navi. And so, so when you're actually put into an avatar, you're put into another biological body. There's no okay. me mecha, you know. Because like, all the promotion, you just see these, like, robot jocks-looking things. Right, right. I think that's when the war breaks out. It's going to be, like, robot jocks versus tall cat people. But we didn't okay. see any of that. But what I did see was, uh, you know... Uh, they the look like the Kilrathi from, from uh, Wing Commander. That's my fucking shout-out. <laughs> I'll shout-out Wing Commander. Totally. Um, the action is fantastic. Um, it looks beautiful. I did hear some people saying, ah, it's a little cartoony. Right. Feels a little cartoony. Yeah, the cat. They 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 had a problem with the cat per person union getting those actors in. Yeah, yeah. So they had to they had to go with non union talent. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, it was it was phenomenal. It was really great. And then I stuck around for uh the Terry Gilliam panel. He showed some stuff from Parnassus. Uh huh. Uh, which looks gorgeous. If you're a Gilliam fan, you're gonna like this movie. Uh, and then the kick ass panel. Okay, you know I've had some trepidation about the Kick-Ass movie because that storyline hasn't even finished in the Kick-Ass books. And uh, you were so ecstatic when you walked out of Kick-Ass saying that what you saw was amazing. It was so great, guys. If you like the comic, you're going to shit yourself because it is so great. It was the only panel I was on all day that got a standing ovation. Really? They, that, this, these guys got a standing ovation. Uh, Matt Vaughn, who directed Stardust, yeah, uh, he was there. Um, the, the screenwriter was there. A couple of the actors were there. He showed the first clip. We gave him a standing O. I mean, it's straight out of the comic. It's fast-paced. It's hilarious. We were we were laughing our asses off. It's violent, super ultra violent. And and they said, you know, this is like an indie production. They don't have distribution yet. Right. And uh, one of the questions was. Hey, when you sell this, do you think a studio's gonna, you know, mess around with it? Cause this shit's violent. You know, right. you got a ten-year-old girl like fucking people up, really, and, and calling people, and and, and saying cock. And, it's either you know, violent, it, yeah. It's, it's either a movie or Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, he was very adamant. He said, if we sell this, it this will be a locked cut. Right. So uh, that was good news. And then was there uh, any Nicolas Cage in what you saw? Nick Cage. Well, yeah, Nick. He was great. I but I'm a Nick Cage fan. You, you know, I'm a big fan of Nick Cage. He's great as Big Daddy. It's hilarious. They showed the scene, if you've read the comic, this is a spoiler. Can right. I spoil? Yeah, yeah, go they for it. They showed the scene when Big Daddy's like uh, totally glocking Hit Girl. Yeah. You know, when he's training her. It was so funny, dude, man. They showed some good shit. Okay, yeah. okay. What are you going to do now? You're now going to go shoot some stuff for Heads Up. I'm going to go shoot some stuff for Heads Up. And um, I'm hopefully going to be getting into, uh, I'm, I'm really hoping to get into the James Cameron, Peter Jackson uh, thing tonight. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, if you guys haven't seen the show that Nar and I work on for AT&T and Crave Online, go to Crave Online, look for Heads Up. Nar, you're an excellent host of that show. Thank you. I got to say, Bibiani, you're an excellent caveman on that show and or you, a pirate. And you suck at being a correspondent. <laughs> I'm really good as a, as a yelling guy, <laughs> no, no, as a good. correspondent. Yeah. So, All right, baby, baby, Hani's here. Uh, All right, guys. All right, guys. Well, well, first, before you leave, I want to I want to introduce you to the man who put us to shame, Jason Nellis from Hulu. 
If you guys here, zoom out a little bit, Gilmore. Let's get a little fora up here. Uh, oh, dude. If you guys saw that YouTube video of Nar oh, and I trying to do the, the saltine challenge, how does it feel to be among your, your superior here with Jason Nellis, the excellent... Uh, Look at him gloating. Did, did you actually beat the saltine challenge? Not only did I beat the saltine challenge, I beat the shit out of the saltine challenge. Did he maybe look stupid? It's not stupid so much as talentless, and I don't want you to feel <laughs> bad about that because oh, I will I will throw down geekscapists everywhere. If you want to send in a video doing better than I did, I will guarantee you that I will beat your time by at least a second. What'd you come in at? Like forty seconds? It was like uh, fifty-three seconds. Yeah, it was see? like it was like it was like well within the limit. And in our video, <laughs> I mean, and, and he relaxed a little at the end. He could have easily <laughs> done it. It he was, was like, ten yeah, seconds to spare. We look like jackasses I, I, in our video. You know what? I I got I got a little tired, and I was like, well, why push? I'm. You know what? This last one, I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> He could have buttered the fucking thing. He could have put cheese on the damn thing and eaten it with time to spare. I have to confess, winning is tasty. It's true. Well played. Well Indeed. played. All right, guys. Uh, I'm out of here. Go. Go. Thanks for having me on. Okay, let's get Bibiani and Nellis up here. Right. So, guys. Um, Ladies, gentlemen. The Geekscape team is bigger this year. We have uh, about... How many do we have? We have like seven or eight press people in here. One of them is William Bibiani here, who I have to say, I have photos Hello. of him cracking Terry Gilliam up hard. Uh, which made me really proud as an editor to see my writer at a, at a roundtable, Terry Gilliam, really eliciting belly guffaws out of the guy. How did that make you feel? Uh, it it uh, I felt like there was a deep, dark, and yet shining light within me, right. John. I, I made one of the Monty Python guys, one of the funniest men in the history of funny men, Giggle a little bit. And yeah. that was, that's, that's an He was laughing pretty he loud. Knows, he knows what's funny. If it wasn't funny, he wouldn't have given me the time of day. Well, when are you going to post that article for our readers? As soon as humanly possible. Hopefully right, it will right. be out by the time this, this, uh, this no, is out. No, i got to tell you. like, we, yeah, by, we, the time this article, by, the, by the time this show is up, I yeah. can see you having the article up. But yeah, by the time this show San is Diego, up. We're, we're straight no, up we're, It's not going to be this weekend. Of course, uh, by the time anyone's actually watching this, that entire conversation will be moved. It'll uh, be up this week. As a writer for Geekscape, have you gotten a chance to check out anything? Uh, No. Not, not really. No, I, I went to. Uh, I had a, a roundtable interview with uh, Stanley Natasha Henstridge about their new uh, w uh, web series. You interviewed Stanley. I did interview Stanley. He's nice. He's, the guy's got some talent. Give him a few years, he's going to go somewhere. But um, that boy's going to go places. Ah, he's going to be a big guy one day. He's cute. Anyway, I saw the panel for that, and they showed the first from. episode. And it's, it's cute. You should check it out. And uh, that's uh, that's really it. I haven't had a chance to enjoy myself because of you. Okay, but uh, <laughs> I've seen some. It's true. I've seen wonders you could not believe here this weekend, and it's only been like a day and a half. Come on, you had some I've had You've so had some much fun. fun. I've I had a picture. I had. Uh, Would you rather go as a writer or as a commoner? Oh God, writer. Okay, there writers go. writers don't get to hug Tim Schaefer. That's true. I got to hug Tim Schaefer. Tim Schaefer didn't see it coming, but no, no, I kind of just like. <laughs> we went to a uh, brutal legend. Uh, Guar concert last night, and uh, I was excited about it because I got to uh, to talk to uh, to uh, Mr. Pal Dan Paladin from right. uh, from Behemoth for a while, and uh, you know we want to work together, but you're over there going, "That's the guy who created Gears of War right there," and the guy who created Gears of War is going. <laughs> He appreciates everything people say about it. The other thing is, I'm not even a big fan of Gears of War, but right, the guy's the guy's more accomplished than I am. I I'm gonna point him out in a crowd and make sure everyone knows he's there. 
But yeah. uh, he was a uh, yeah, he was a good guy. He was a uh, he was a uh, he was a uh, he was a good guy. Uh, Steve uh, Aggie from uh, Sarah Silverman show was there. We got uh, uh, it was quite a good crowd. It's quite a good crowd. Guar uh, Guar really brings out the celebrities here at Comic Con. So uh, check them out. <laughs> They're gonna be big. All right. <laughs> Do you mind passing the uh, the I, mic to Mr. Nellis here, who has gotten a chance to go to a couple panels? Jason, tell our audience what you've been seeing and what has excited you. Well, well first of all, like like Mr. Williams you can himself. Chill there if you want. <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like like Nar, this is my first Comic Con. So right. let me let me just say for those of you who have never attended, this is a shit show, a and I say shit show being a shit show myself. This whole thing is just is incredible. I've seen more Klingons here than on the actual show itself. Right. All four shows plus the uh, animated series. Um, no, it's it's a lot of fun. Yesterday I attended. Uh, I got to two panels. The first one was actually kind of interesting. It was um, it was uh, Wonder Women, and it was hosted by EW. And the whole thing was how you know women are portrayed in in. Uh, you know, in, in TV and films and how, you know, w w uh, you know what it's like to be a woman in those fields and, and where that direction is Why going. the fuck did you go to that? Well, I got stuck there because I was okay. trying to get into burn notice before no, then. But, now it comes out. But, but it was interesting. But it was interesting. It was uh, uh, Eliza Dushku. It was uh, Elizabeth Mitchell from Lost. Uh, Sigourney Weaver and Zoe Saldana, and it was actually interesting because not only were they sort of talking about sort of the the role of women in Hollywood and 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 science fiction and and that sort of thing, but also yeah, we got a little hint about Lost, you know, and and whether you know eh, the cliffhanger and and how that's going to go. Uh, uh, we got a little bit from. Who did she uh, play in Lost? Is, is that a? Uh, she played. Uh, I don't watch Lost. Juliet. Juliet. That's right. Oh, so she. Oh, I would have loved it. Oh, yeah. She, you know what? So she was talking. That about, is a. Yeah. That's a, the best cliffhanger Lost has had. Yeah. So she was talking. She all, all she was just describing was sort of the the process of like setting those scenes up and whatnot. But it was interesting. But the other was Eliza Dishku, who let us know that in Dollhouse season two, one of the big things is now that uh, that Caroline, and we know the name of her previous alter ego. Now that we know her, we're going to start to see more of her emerge. There's going to be a lot of issues of identity, especially now that uh, Echo, the 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 uh, doll that she plays, has uh, has had her composite event. And now we're going to be seeing a lot more of those other personalities emerging during the, the course of the second season. For someone like me who hasn't seen any Dollhouse, where would be a good place to go to catch up on episodes? You should go to Hulu.com. Now that is, of course, only if you're in the United States. If you're outside, I'm sorry, you'll have to turn to alternative sources. And I did not, I did not yeah. say that out loud. Um, but no, alternative I, sources being emailing people to send money, <laughs> send their bank account information so you can wire them money. <laughs> yeah. Send your information to Hulu.com, care yeah. Jason Nellis. Um, you're outside but, the U.S. But the sorry other one, the, the burn oh, notice sorry, panel. We'll get to the Canadians. Yeah, exactly. The burn notice panel, however, I have to say was really entertaining because there was Matt Nix, the, the writer creator, uh, Bruce Campbell, whom everybody loves. Um, the guy who played uh, Michael Weston's brother, one of the uh, uh, two of the, the opponents that Michael was facing, a couple of the guys, the, the actors' names are escaping me. Very funny stuff. Anybody who's ever seen Bruce Campbell, uh, you know, talk to a crowd knows that, I mean, that man is a rock star. That man just stands and the crowd goes, oh, my God, I love you so much. It was unbelievable. We, and of course, we, uh, he's hysterical. We actually got a chance to talk to Bruce Campbell. I'm going to drop that clip on you guys right now. When we get back... I'm going to introduce you to a man who's helping make this all possible. You know him very well, but uh, he, we'll be right back, okay? All right. So we're here with one of our heroes, Bruce Campbell. How you doing, sir? Doing good, thank you. He's here promoting uh, the new season of Burn Notice. Season and three. That's season three for those of you guys watching the show. DVD two. And, season uh, two DVD, season three on air. Looking back on the show, now in season three, uh, how do you how do you like the progression of the series and your character? Because you're still the trusty sidekick, but when are you going to jump back in the saddle and be the leading man in, in, a, in a TV series? Are you itching for the Briscoe County type days? No, no. I hope they never return. 
I'm happy being Michael Weston's sidekick. It's a perfect gig. Because being the lead of a TV show is, is pretty brutal. And how about uh, directing? I mean, you, you just directed My Name is Ruth. That got released. And in... Uh, when are we going to see you directing again or, or taking the lead in a film? My name is Bruce. You probably will never see me directing again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Stuff just has to come up. Right. That one came out of nowhere, so I'm waiting for the next thing to come out of nowhere. Okay. That little itch that starts at the back of your brain and exactly. possesses you. Yes. So, so Bruce, um, we talked about Burn Notice. Uh, anything we should be looking forward to in this season? Yeah, more bad guys coming after Michael Weston because his... Season two, he was being protected by this evil woman, Carla. Those protections are gone. And now uh, it's, it's all bets are off. He has old adversaries coming after him, new ones. So it's pretty exciting. So we're a little late in filming this episode. We're supposed to start this at noon. We're starting it at 1 now. And someone came over and goes, where's Brian? I don't see him. I then said, check your shoes. <laughs> my, 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 my little friend... Uh, here we are again uh, for the third year. I feel like the way you introduced that, I feel like I should be popping up on your shoulder, like just appearing. <laughs> My little friend, yes? You, the one thing I find that you're lacking is a tail. <laughs> a vestigial tail. <laughs> but uh, but you as dress a, to but match listen, I don't think I could ask for a better. I will, I will run the risk of bloating your enormous ego even further by saying I could not ask for a better features editor. Thank this, you. Uh, I, I, I've been kind of wrapped up with promoting When Ninjas Attack, when, when promoting Geekscape, or working on trading business cards. You've allowed me to, to do the business end of talking to professionals, and you are running this like a well-oiled machine. Thank you, we sir. We have writers out here doing interviews. Steven Modern Boy from the forums are, is over Looking here. Looking damn good. He, he got to interview a couple people. we got William Bibiani working. Zach Haddad is working. We're going to put Ivan Kander to work. Yeah, we're putting Dude, everyone to work this year. Th you uh, is is this year worse than last year, or are uh, you having fun? You're starting to get oh, into it. Oh, this is great. Yeah, no, every year I'm a, we're always in a hurry because we're always like doing back-to-back -back interviews and stuff like You've that. You've allowed me to not be in a hurry. Exactly. And then that's that's what that's what the uh, that's what the divi division of labor's for. So don't worry. Next week, back on the couch, I'm still gonna shit down his face. Oh yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> now he, I'm actually really happy. I'm not sleeping with you this year. Because you always sleep with your shirt off, no matter what. You're like hey. a, he always sleeps in just his underwear or his shirt off, off. and he doesn't even wear boxer briefs. He wears boxers, and like I don't know about you, but every time I go, my with boxer briefs fall out. Dude. No, yeah, yeah, my hog well always endowed. just kind of like <laughs> your hog. So, maybe, yeah, no, <laughs> not that great. Uh, okay, it's fine, um, but I. Uh, <laughs> I love that I just looked at you like Thank you, you constantly like, like you constantly complain about my penis. Yeah, I, I, I do sleep with my shirt off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but bringing back to what I want to talk about. Yeah. So, um, what's some uh, what's some more things that we've had? We actually uh, earlier we actually had the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria. Um, oh, who did that interview? For uh, us? Mr. Zach Haddad has been doing some interviews with us, and it uh, actually went well. Uh, do you want to cut to that now? We can. Do you think it's appropriate, or do you want to put it somewhere else? Uh, let's do that here. Okay. Here we are with the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria talking about his new comic book series. Is that what he's talking about? Yep. All right. So if you guys are fans of the music or fans of the books, here's that interview from Zach Haddad. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's Zach here. And we've uh, got here a, a special guest. Go ahead and um, introduce yourself to the people at home. Hi. I'm Claudio Sanchez. Awesome. Now, Claudio, uh, go ahead and tell us why, uh, what, what you, what you got going on here at Comic Con. Um, well, yeah. Uh, actually, this year we're going to be de debuting a, a new book. Um, my my company, Evil Inc., has partnered up with Boom Studios mm -hmm. um, to release uh, 
our second um, title, Kill Audio, which is kind of a comedy, uh, fantasy comedy, actually. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, I guess. Awesome. That's cool. Now, uh, do you guys you, you guys are doing a comic book, but do you also have toys involved? If yeah, we also do uh, vinyl toys. Awesome. You know, um, designer vinyls. Uh, you know, we've actually had uh, a few, a couple variants. Um, one, actually, for last year's Comic-Con, which is exclusive, like, 100-piece gold variant. Um, but basically, they're based after the Kill Audio character. Um, you know, we've got a, a blood variant and now, like, more of an exclusive monotone-colored variant that will be at, available uh, at the signings. Oh, awesome. Now, um, if, you, if you could briefly just kind of describe us the, the story... Uh, yeah, well, basically, Kill Audio is this character that kind of wakes up and doesn't necessarily know his purpose in this land called Sight and Sound. And, you know, his, uh, his arch enemy, uh, if you will, the Fixler, actually kind of gives him this ray of hope. Like, you know, maybe since you have this gift for defying mortality that maybe there's a higher purpose for you. And so it sets Kill Audio off onto this quest to kind of find out what he is. And he f finds out basically that he's a part of this outfit called The Void, of you know creativity and the creator clockwork of sight and sound decided well creativity you know kind of can run wild sorry i'm a little drunk so i'm going on a bit of a tangent here oh that's so totally cool know, I, where the hell is my train of thought lost okay <laughs> just so everybody knows um it is currently i think 10 31 a.m on a friday just just letting well, people no, know I, I mean you know this is from last night you know i wasn't, I wasn't wake up let's do this it, it it carries it carries <laughs> over, so trust me, I completely, completely um, okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, so he finds out, you know, he's part of this this outfit called the Void, and music has kind of run wild in, in his absence, and he needs to kind of put it together. And and finding, you know, clues, he realizes that it's not so much that music and creativity has like kind of spiraled out of control, but somebody is behind it and motivating it. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, that becomes like kind of the. You know the quest. Cool. Now, is is this uh, considered to be like a standalone story? Because one thing I've noticed with your, your your previous comic books is that they kind of coincide with your albums. Yes. And you 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 had a new one come out, uh, or, or it, it is out, right? Never Ender is that? Well, Never Ender was actually a concert series. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm the an oh, it's okay. okay. Uh, the Amory Wars, uh, which is That's the right. overall title that encompasses all of the albums of Coed and Cambria, right. is. Uh, the, you know, the last the last two um, series we put out were for the second stage Turbine Blade record. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a standalone. There's no, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a, I like to create. Um, there's nothing in the works for Kill Audio, but I have written music for it just in fun on my spare right. time. Um, you know, things to kind of get Sheldon excited, the artist, and my uh, fiance Chandra, the co-author. It's just, just to always just kind of keep being creative and, and in other worlds and and you know some of these things kind of help inspire the other so right yeah you know. it's very cyclical of each other. Yeah. okay yeah no I, I totally understand uh, so but co comics in general have you always been a fan of comics is this just kind of come yeah I mean I've been a fan of you know ever since a kid certainly a fan of superheroes um, you know uh, you know I spent a lot of my uh, you know youth like going on Wednesdays to the comic shops oh, picking yeah. up myself you know you know, I, I was kind of grown up on that image era where, you know, McFarlane and Jim Lee and all those characters, you know, they 
you know, they branched off and created Image. I mean, I was a huge Spawn fan. Um, I was Same definitely here. into Ghost Rider. I guess it was Danny Ketch was the, the Ghost Rider at my, you know, when I was young. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I, I've definitely always been a fan of it. I've been a fan of cartoons, just, you know, popular culture in general. I've always just kind of taken a, a lot of it. I've never really grown up, you know. Good. Um, I still Same. have tons of action figures and... Um, you know, I think a lot of it kind of spawns from that is just playing with figures and creating scenarios. You know, you watch a show on, on you watch G.I. Joe on whenever, and it's like, well, how did the, how did the story pan out? I have to wait till next week for the conclusion. Well, I'm going to make my own conclusion. You exactly. know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I still do that. Yeah, to this day, <laughs> constantly. <laughs> well, awesome. Now, where was I? Where was I going with this? I had I had something here. Okay, so you you mentioned Spawn. Sorry, you, you mentioned Spawn. Now, one of my favorite issues is issue five. I don't know if you're okay. familiar with it. I, uh, yeah, go ahead. About about uh, Billy Kincaid. Oh, okay, yeah. The, okay. Now, I don't know if that uh, I kind of stopped reading, but do you know if that if you ever followed that arc? Did that um, ever? I did. You know, I can't I can't quote things from it, but yes, he was a creepy character. This is an ice cream truck. Film. Right. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've read Spawn. Actually, I started rereading it. Um, the trades uh, to kind of get some uh, inspiration for something that I might do in the in in the future, but uh, I, I can't remember exactly what happened with the character. I don't think I got out of um, the first volume yet. You know, just started you know, doing the uh, the groundwork. But um, I've just you know, one of the, my favorite characters of the Spawn mythology is the Redeemer. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I've been, again, just kind of doing research, just toying around with the relationship of the Redeemer with Spawn. Um, I don't know. I'm now I'm just, there it goes. There goes the hangover. Uh, Brain meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's so okay. Uh, are you reading anything today, uh, like now? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a little tough to follow single issues on, on tour, but I do make it a point to follow The Walking Dead. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Um, I Yes, he's, he's also a big fan. <laughs> I mean, I, re I just, there's, I just, I like, of all of the creatures, I think zombies are my favorite. Certainly when you take the human element of it and, and focus more on that as opposed to focusing on the gory. Yeah, no, know. I completely agree. When you take something that is as scary like a zombie, but you show how humans would react in the situation of something so crazy like yeah, that. And that evolve in this new, yeah. yeah Absolutely. I, I, I just also love Kirkman, so I'm super biased about his work in general, but Walking Dead's amazing, oh, so yeah. I can already tell we're going to be friends. Okay, cool. Well, um, one, last thing I want to talk about is, uh, what, so what do you got going on with uh, Coed right now? Like, what's what's kind of in the future um, for you guys? Well, we're working, we're working on a new record. Um, for something early next year. I'm also working on a couple of more things for the Amory Wars, uh, something that's kind of a bit on the hush. Uh -huh. um, that's fine. But, uh, you know, working on the In Keeping Secrets storyline to put that into, you know, adapt that into comics. And like I said, another thing that's a bit on the hush. But, you know, just focusing, being creative, you know, not just keep moving. You know? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, cool. So uh, I think that about does it for oh, this. Awesome. But uh, yeah, thank you, thank you very much for taking some time to talk to us here, at Geekscape. So uh, you got it, brother. All right, guys. Now Zach is a new correspondent for us, as you can tell. Um, and Just that interview, kidding. I think, went okay. But when Zach was on the show a couple episodes ago, he talked about how he loves this cult movie called The Room. Oh my God, The Room is amazing. It's like a sing-along spectacular. It's a cult thing. But Definitely Google it. We ran into an actor and the creator of the room, 
on the floor. I think that there's some serious brand damage in this clip you're about to see. Honestly, no. It, to, to, to set this up more, I just re I don't know if he understood what was happening. I don't think he knew he was getting interviewed. I don't know. I, I don't know if he knows what that camera was. Which like is weird because he made a movie. No, but, and he constantly waved. He's like, hi, hi. I think he thought it was like a still camera. That's the only. Ex I'm sorry. I'm just the think, only explanation. Do you think maybe Tommy was so is a man out of time? Like perhaps he got picked up from like the 1600s and he's here, <laughs> and he's like, oh, we're gonna do an interview, like and he's like, like, yeah, he's he's like one of the characters from Bill and Ted's brought who, in who got stuck somewhere. If you took him to a water park, I think he would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do an interview in front of a camera, the man seems to be having some difficulties. As a filmmaker, he sucks. But if you want to go to an amusement park with him, you'll have the best time of your life. So let's show this because we've prepped it enough. Here's Zach trying to do a, a, one of his first interviews. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Zach Haddad here, and uh, I've, I've got a, a nice little surprise for you here. It's a surprise for myself as well, actually, because here I am walking around Comic-Con, and I see a poster of The Room. And you may or may not know that I'm one of the biggest fans of The Room, uh, you know, unquote. But uh, here with me is, is Greg, who's actually in the movie. So uh, tell me, man, what, what, are you, uh, what are you guys doing here, actually? We're, uh, we're here promoting The Room. We got sponsored by a booth to come here and... Uh you know, hang out and sell DVDs and meet people. So we're just stoked to be here, you know, meet all these great fans that are out there. That's great. So is this your first ever Comic-Con then? This is my first time here, and it's the best, coolest trade show I've ever been to. So I'm just, I'm, I'm loving it. It's great. Good. I'm glad. So um, what else do you have uh, going on down the um, pipeline? Well, uh, there's an Entertainment Weekly art article that came out in December about the room that kind of broke the whole story about the celebrity cult. And uh, based off that, I booked two films uh, for Showtime. They called up and offered me the parts. And those are going to be coming out at the end of summer. Uh, and then Tommy and I are planning a uh, kind of a cool, like, Twilight-type vampire movie. Oh, yeah, vampire. Yeah, and then we're working on, uh, you know, kind of a sitcom that's going to be kind of cool. So, Is that the neighbors we're talking about? Yeah, but we're kind of reforming it and stuff. So we're, we're busy, and then the room's taking off. It's actually showing in London and Toronto uh, tomorrow night. So it's going international. So things are pretty cool. Awesome. I, I totally, I, I totally respect that. I wish you best. Oh yeah, Tommy, you got, you got to get in here. You got to, you got to get in here, Tommy. Tommy, come on over here, man. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. What a disaster. All right. I, I want a t-shirt. There you go. So. <laughs> So Tommy, uh, how have you been doing, man? I haven't seen you since like uh, two months at the room. I don't know if you remember yeah, I'm, me. I'm what happened? Uh, what happened? Yeah. Uh, I know we t we just t <laughs> can't can't hear anything. Can't hear anything. I cannot hear anything. Can't hear anything. So how are you enjoying Comic Con so far? Pretty good, yeah. I was very excited. Is this your also? For, is this your first time here? Yeah. Awesome. Now, um, I miss I missed the last room in LA, but how did it go? Because it's the anniversary show, right? Yeah, we, we love it with all the fans and uh, hello everyone. Well, it, Go out the room. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely be there next time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, actually, can I um, show out the room? You know, show up for the room. That's why. Right. Absolutely. Now, um, can you just introduce yourself to the camera and? Uh, you see this poster? This oh, is no, it, I can't. Can, I just, yeah, I just want to get this for our far side real quick. Well, absolutely. Well, Tommy, okay. thank Enjoy you very it. much. Enjoy I appreciate it. You have, a, you have a good one. All right, thank you. And uh, there you go. So uh, I'm excited. I got to talk to Tommy and Greg here. So, uh, yeah, awesome.
closing out for uh, Geekscape, I guess, right? Was that difficult right? for you, Zach? Right? Yeah, a little right? hard. A little hard. What the hell was that? Like, he's like, yeah. hi, oh, oh, hi. So, guys, what? one of the greatest things about doing Geekscape in San Diego is uh, meeting brand new Geekscapists who are all uh, coming here for the big event. And, uh, From all over the world. It's and crazy. Country. As a big fan, I went with uh, William Bibiani last night to the Monkey Island meetup. Yeah, I did that. I went to a big Monkey Allen meetup to meet the producers of Monkey Allen, the special edition and, and all that. And uh, as I'm getting up from the table after sitting there for two hours, this guy goes, hey, Jonathan, my friend John's a big fan. He's just pretty shy. And I ended up meeting this guy from Calgary. His name's John. Super nice guy. And he sat at a table with me for two hours without once coming to me and like, hey, oh, weird. I'm a fan. and Because uh, you're the less approachable one. And I told him, and I go, yeah, because I'm the one who doesn't like to talk. And, and, I, and, I, and I told him, I was like, dude, I feel like an 80-year-old man on his deathbed who had the hottest chick walk up to him and be like, I've loved you my entire life. <laughs> and like, fuck, I'm leaving. <laughs> I've loved you my I, entire life. If there's anything life. I love doing, it's communicating with the Geekscape yeah. audience. And it, and it fires us up to keep going. That's how we met Jake108. That's how we met Kelsey. If you're a fan that's how we met Ashton. You'll pretty much become our friend. That's you'll become the, our friend. That's the threat. That's what this is about. So yeah. I want to introduce you to a guy who almost killed me on, a, on an escalator yesterday. I'm coming down an escalator. And I hear this, Jonathan London. This is Jonathan. And he goes all the way up this long escalator. Because he's on and, his way up. Yeah, and then we're, we're, on on way, we're on our way down. We're on our way to an interview. I was like, hold on. I think I think this guy's coming down. And we see he's coming all the way back down, which is a big deal at Comic-Con and I, and the I, amount of people. Yeah, and I turned to Brian. I go, motherfucker doesn't have a knife, right? <laughs> and uh, this is who If he's got a knife, I, I would throw Gilmore in the way. But here he is. Um, you want to talk to him, Gilmore? I'll, I'll, I can talk to him. Uh, okay. What's okay. up? So, Why dude. Close? Two mics. Good. Brian, go ahead and okay. check the frame. If I'm not sliding too far, I don't know where I'm at. Um, but dude, remind me, because I, I was gonna call you Zach, and I know it's I know it's I know it's not Zach. I don't know why you. I, why would I call you Zach, Shane? I've been called Zach before. Really? And Spencer. So. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Wasilla, Alaska, the famous Wasilla, Alaska. Really? Yeah. And w how are you enjoying this? Is it your first Comic Con? It's actually my fifth Comic Con. Holy shit! Uh, I came with my friends. It's, uh, my friend's second, and my. Are other you guys first. all from Alaska? They're they're from Alaska and he's from Louisiana. Okay. So, they all eat raw shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. They all kill what they eat. Is basically what he said. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. So, um, I was gonna be like, oh, okay. So the guy from Louisiana is all about uh, the Van Damme movie in Louisiana, <laughs> and you guys are all about the Steven Seagal movie about Alaska. Got it. That's pretty how much. that's how I orient people across the map. I'm like, oh, that movie took place there. That's where he's from. That's how I'm like, oh, I know that place. Yeah. Because no. I saw Steven Seagal kick ass there. Um, so this is your fifth Comic Con. My fifth Comic Con. Have you seen anything that's just blown your mind? Um, the thing that blew my mind the most was uh, we went. Not it wasn't actually at the convention. We went to uh, Mega Sixty Four screening last night. Oh, dude, the Mega Sixty Four guys. I know I've never met them or talked to them. We got to make that inroad because I think that they're extremely talented and hilarious. Yeah, they're. I'm rocking the shirt. Comic Con I'm a, exclusive. At Mega Sixty Four. I'm a huge fan. So. We should do a little Sam crossover. I'll talk to Sam about yeah, that. Yeah, no, he, I bet he'd love it. But uh, <laughs> but you guys went there. You saw this new screening. They had a new short that they were premiering, right? Yeah, it was actually two full episodes that are going to be on their next DVD. Uh huh. And uh, we were we got there about nine thirty, and uh, uh, we got we left about midnight. So it was wow. it was a pretty long event, and they did questions. But uh, we, we're pretty big uh, Mega sixty four fans, and one of the episodes was uh, it started out uh, very lost like. Uh huh. Uh, the guy with a hooded sweatshirt on, you don't, you don't see his face, he's walking around, he gets on a bike, and he goes down the hill and he gets hit by a car. Oh, uh, shit. And then you see who it is, and uh, the 
you see who it is from the show, and you're like, you know, so it's a big like, you know, oh, and it just we the whole minds were blown, minds were blown. So that was big for us. I'm a fan of their stunt stuff, like when like when they hit the, the Shadow of the Colossus. Remember <laughs> yeah, he goes out that. and he and he starts climbing shit. He yeah. just starts climbing the Colossus. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, anything that elicits uh, stares from the general populace, I think, is pretty funny. And I like it even more when they get mad and they oh, move yeah. away. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was in one of the episodes. It was pretty good. Assholes are big in my book. Yeah. Um, what have you seen on the convention floor that's exciting um, that you're into? Have you been in any of these panels or anything I've on the floor? I've only been to two panels, and none of them were my panels I wanted to go see. Right. I went to my Quiet friend life. wanted to see, yeah. He wanted to see the World of Warcraft panel. So we went to the World of Warcraft panel. That's for the game. Well, no, it was actually they, they they as soon as they started like we're not talking about the game at all. Oh. And so it was like figurines, the trading card game, the the Dungeons and Dragon Hero Clicks game. So when that happened, wait. So did that piss you off? <laughs> Dude, your friend is ticked. Uh, they did. Did they talk at all about the Sam Raimi thing with the with the directing the they, the, the World of Warcraft movie? They brought it up. They're like, hey, did you hear the announcement yesterday? And uh, that was it. And that was it. Yeah. I so. couldn't be. I, I hate to tell you, but I couldn't be less excited for a World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft movie. Yeah, I, I think I, I think they. Even if I was a big gamer, like that. I mean, I don't think is there a storyline to World of Warcraft? They're they're protagonists somewhere. You're the hero. They jump around. I can't help but think, like, there's going to end up being a Wayans brother in it, <laughs> and it's going to be a fucking Dungeons and Dragons movie again. It's like white chicks. White chicks. Yeah. Too. Like, remember the Dungeons and Dragons movie? I I. I remember it vaguely. I never saw it. Right. But I remember it, it came out and then it went, like the Dragon Ball movie. It came well, out. William went, so. wants to interject. Okay. William, come right here. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> I like that. Let me tell you something. Jeremy Irons, having so much fun in that movie. Marlon Wayans, uh, an unbelievable final scene from Marlon Wayans. You watch them like, oh my God! Dragons like, fighting everywhere. I am being vaguely facetious. <laughs> that movie. Is better than is any right to be. And they made a couple like straight to sci-fi channel ones too, and those are surprisingly watchable as well. Good gauntlet films all. I will not hear too much slander about Dungeons and Dragons. The movie, you enjoy. Bibiani, hold on, hold on. You're wearing a Scott Pilgrim shirt. You you got a chance to to buy some stuff yesterday. Yeah, I haven't yet. Yeah. What'd you buy? What's the swag look like on the floor? Well, a lot a lot of exclusive T-shirts, a lot of exclusive action figures. I bought a couple of T-shirts, didn't get any action figures. What'd you get? I got a Scott Pilgrim shirt. We got uh, we we got Resident Evil shirts at we the did. Resident Evil booth. We got those cool. Resident Evil shirts that you flip over your head and it turns you into a zombie. Yep, very very cool stuff. Very exclusive. We got Brutal It'll Legend shirts really well at uh, the Guar concert. That was cool. Uh, what I got? I got a uh, Serenity license plate frame that says "I am a leaf on the wind, washes my co-pilot," which is, uh, <laughs> Steven wants that which one. is seriously perhaps jinxing my car at this point. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> I believe in a stoplight with a spike through. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's accurate. Uh, and I got uh, everyone, uh, anyone who watches the show with my episodes and is a big fan of me, uh, hi Allie, uh, will know that <laughs> I'm a, when I'm a big, big Phil Hester fan. So I got to meet him. I got to shake his hand. I got to get a couple of books signed by him. That's cool. Apart from that, I'm kind of done right. with money because of the economy. <laughs> but uh, I, might, I might get like another teacher or someone like the last day when people are just like, just, we don't want to take him back with us. Just here, just take him. Right, so I might you buy a couple things on Sunday. Might buy a couple things on Sunday, but you I'm start to see done. price drops. Uh, Shane, have you? Uh, that's one thing that happens a lot at Comic Con. I started my morning out yesterday, walking along, and there's Terry Moore. Uh, his movie Echo just got optioned, 
And oh. uh, his book Echo just got optioned for a movie. And I, I see him sitting there eating a bagel, and I was like, don't, I don't want to interrupt too much, but congratulations on the option. He's like, thanks. It's like a six-figure option. And uh, and he goes, uh, yeah, thanks. And, and I talked to him a little, and I go, I got to tell you, the one note I get from from, crea- from studio people is, your female dialogue really sucks, John. <laughs> but this is a guy who writes really great uh, female characters. So I, I, I was like, I'm not going to pass up an opportunity to, write, to ask the guy who writes Strangers in Par- who wrote Strangers in Paradise to ask him about his insight to writing female characters. And he goes, here's my insight. I've lost every conversation I've ever had with a woman. <laughs> every <laughs> argument I've ever had with a woman. And, and I don't understand them, and I just write. So... There I am. I I I'll, I will definitely be be writing the Red Sonja movie. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Um, maybe it's because I don't listen to them that I can't write them. I'm kidding. <laughs> Gilmore. <laughs> no. Gilmore's like, nah, no. Um, but Shane, have you gotten a chance to talk to any of the creators or meet anybody on the floor? Have you seen people walking around? Uh, we saw Dan Paladin. Uh, but he was busy. There's cameras all around him. Uh, I uh, bought the rest of the Castle Crasher figures. Yeah, I bought those today. Hell uh, yes. Too. Yeah, we bought those and. Uh, um, we haven't seen anybody on the showroom floor because we've just been real, real busy. We've seen you guys, though. That was that, insane. Uh, that, that was the highlights. That, that, was, that fun. was fun. Thank you. But uh, we, we're definitely going to need to buy more luggage to go back. Well, on your trip from Alaska, you had to pass over a wasteland territory known as Canada. Near, it, it, near and, and, and a lot of planes get shot out of the sky. All right. It's post-apocalyptic wasteland uh, where people ride polar bears. And the warlike uh, skirmishes. We actually have a Canadian. It's basically the golden <laughs> compass. We actually have a Canadian here. Yeah, here. Going and we want to bring him on the show. Yeah, this is for you guys on the forums. Fushna from the forums is coming to his very first convention ever. His name is Fushna on the forums, but he's Russell Sherman to you and I. Uh, uh, there you go. As, human, right, as a later. human being. Thank you so much, Shane. Everyone waves to their computers. <laughs> yes. Everybody wave to your computers. He's, Shane is leaving. Hi, I'm uh, waving back. Guys. This is our, 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 our amazing friend, Fushina, from the forums. We know him as Russell since we've all slept in the close confines <laughs> of a single hotel room together. Are you, ex- are you enjoying your time here in San Diego? I'm loving it here. Like, it is amazing, and it's far crazier than what I ever thought it would be. Right. And, like, it's just great. No, keep it. I, I, here's <laughs> the thing. Uh, he's, you know, he, he's expressive, so it's great. It's great. Like, just keep it pointed at your, at your mouth, sir. All right. You'll be hearing that again I'll later. I'll try to use my other hand. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, how, what have you been seeing? What, what have you been excited about? Uh, well, I've never really been into comics before, and I've just, I'm kind of using this as a kind of jumping ground to get into them, and I saw this, the Brian Lee O'Malley panel yeah. yesterday, and so I'm looking at, because uh, his artwork is amazing, I'm looking it's at getting into fun, uh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim. and. We were at uh, breakfast this morning, just Russell and I, and he goes, you know what? I'm thinking about buying all five Scott Pilgrims. Do it. Make yep. the leap. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. It's going to uh, be like drugs, isn't it? it? It will be like drugs. It's going to be expensive. And people will argue it's a waste of time. It will ultimately kill you. But I have yet to have my mountain of 30 comic book boxes fill over and kill me. Until that day, I'm going to keep suggesting it to everybody. No. Have you seen anything, though? Have you sat um, through any panels? Have I've you... been through five, actually, kind Whoa, of. Anything well, anything Well, four and a half. Um, I went to the Women in Power one that uh, yeah, Hulu that guy. Jason Nellis did, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and Burn Notice as well. Uh, the Brian Lee O'Malley uh, and the Legend of the Seeker. 
They are, you watch Legend of the Seeker? I watch Legend of the Seeker. I'm Holy one of those people. Holy shit! You and Haddad, you guys are the ones. But at the panel there, they announced that Charisma Carpenter is going to be a guest star on the oh, first episode of the okay. new season, uh, which starts November 7th, if anybody else watches it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> thought I'd drop that in there, and I believe the DVD comes out November as well. I don't know. Legend of the Seeker. What was the yeah. attraction of that show? It, it's Lots of cleavage. So it's basically wow. Xena. Yeah, it's and it's done by the guy who produced yeah. Xena. And well, yeah, it's well. Sam Raimi and Rob Taper's show. Yeah. Perfect. No, it, it's great. And it, you it's, like it? It's kind of fun. It's fantasy. It's entertainment. Cool. There's magic. and. All right. I, I won't make fun of your Legend of the Seeker anymore. Hey, whatever. Make fun of it all you want. I don't all care. Right. Well, I was going uh, to do that. Anyway. You like Legend of the Seeker? Wow. All right. Wow. But no, Another it, one of Zach really Haddad's friends. Then this morning I made it into the last hour of the Warner Brothers panel. How was that? It was good. They showed the they showed Jonah Hex. Uh, oh, the first. Oh, you got Jonah Hex ever. Like, what's it look like? It, it looks really good. Uh, it's uh, they're trying to go for the spaghetti western sort of deal right. and the Sergio Leone look. Sure. Does it feel like that? Does it uh, feel yeah. like one of these? I I don't know the names, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's right. I just remember the title. I'm from a wasteland. <laughs> I'm worried about my polar bear mount hey, back home. I just hope my igloo doesn't melt. <laughs> it is the summer. It is a problem back home. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good, and it looks interesting. I really don't see, like, after seeing her is there. Is he, like, walking off the camera? Sorry. I'll get nice. Zach's like, he's fine, as he's not looking uh, in the eyepiece at all. He's like, yeah. babes. <laughs> Look at these babes. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I saw Megan Fox there, and I really don't see what the attraction is to her. Like, Well, to be honest, you are one of our homosexual uh, geekscapists. One of the five yeah. on the forums. Well, 4.5, I guess, because one of them not You actually spent really the night there. with Eric A.D. Did he try and make a pass at you? I don't believe so. What do you mean, I don't believe so? <laughs> it's not obvious? I'm not a... Uh, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really night, observant to all that. Middle of the night, I was yeah, really, really thirsty. Yeah. I walked to the fridge and realized I was dragging him by his teeth that were clamped on my ass <laughs> across the living room floor. But I don't think he was making a pass at me. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, it, it was good. He's a great guy, and but yeah, but that's all. Uh, I'll throw it out there. Oh, Eric, this just in, sorry. straight from Comic Con. It's not my Late breaking news. <laughs> Fushin doesn't want to ruin the friendship. <laughs> oh, that's. Rude. I'm sorry. Dude. I was walking past Culver City Middle School uh, the other day. Uh, <laughs> I was walking, and uh, I passed uh, two kids sitting there, a guy and a girl. And just from the body language, Sorry. I could tell he was getting the I don't want to ruin the friendship conversation. <laughs> These two kids I saw by Culver City Middle School, and I almost wanted to kick her into the L.A. River just to just to get one back for my I think boys. it's filthy. <laughs> because I had, like, 20 years of those conversations in my life. So, yeah. Um, sorry, Eric. But yeah, they they showed Jonah Hex. It looks good. Uh, they showed. I'm getting back on track. You can go for the we train. We like to talk about the people. I, I'm talking about the things I saw. Okay. And uh, sorry, it's all right. <laughs> so uh, they also showed the box. It's. Oh yeah, it's Richard Kelly's new movie. Right. right. Okay. It's cool. His third movie. They showed four minutes from that. It looks kind of interesting. It looks fun. Looks like a bit of a romp. Uh, <laughs> bit of a romp. Bit of a romp. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there was another one that I saw, and it's slipping me right now, actually. It's all right. If you Don't remember it, wave us down, because we have to talk to a man who is an expert at all things digital. 
His name is Jake108, and uh, if ever our world is going to get taken over by, like, a war games computer, it'll probably be Jake108's sentient brain stuck in a computer. He's over here, and Jake came up to me and goes, he's sitting down next to me, and he's looking out at the, at the, at the water, and he goes, I played ODST. <laughs> so what'd you think, Jake? Liked it. Anything else about it? No. That's when I realized that everything in him he put into the game. What I was talking to, there was nothing left. And, I, and that's when I realized he was probably playing this game, becoming a man at the same time. Jake108, who writes our teabagger uh, prevention uh, article, he's been blogging live from the convention all weekend. Uh, Jake, come on over here. Talk about the video games you've been playing as our video game lead correspondent. Here he is over here. Wearing his Geekscape shirt and his Geekscape pin and his Xbox lanyard. You could not wait to switch that shit out with an Xbox Live lanyard, could you? No, I could not. <laughs> so, Jake, uh, project a little. Tell us about this ODST game that you played. Uh, what are the differences between just, for the rest of us, it's just fucking Halo, right? What are the differences? Educate someone like me. Uh, you're actually a human now. Okay. So you run slow. It's, it's like the transition from Nico and GTA 4 to Johnny. Okay. You don't jump as high. You don't run as far. Uh, another thing is uh, you don't throw grenades as far. You can't dual wield anymore. You can't dual wield. Okay. No. Um, Can you put a gun I mean, between your legs and hold it like that? <laughs> uh, I do. The the way they hold the weapons now, since you're weaker, it actually kind of shows. Where with the Spartan, you only see like like one hand holding the gun. Okay. And now you see another hand under it. He is such. He actually has Halo syndrome. He has first person shooter syndrome. So like his arms just go. Have you seen that short yeah, on like what is it, me. College Humor, where there's a guy <laughs> whose arm is stuck like this and he walks around like this? <laughs> it always has to be out there. You are actually suffering from it, sir. We'll get you a specialist. Um, other than that, it's not. They brought back a, a brute plasma rifle, which was in Halo 2. And uh, <laughs> like we brought a Chinese person on the show to talk in Chinese to everybody. Uh, there, there's a different. It's a different level. But Jake, he goes into the game. What else did you get? Um. Only thing I was kind of disappointed about because I, I play the firefight mode, uh -huh. which is like Horde in Gears of War 2. Yeah. Uh, Were you playing against real people? I was playing with people. Oh, okay. Like, it's, it's like, it's like four-player co-op. So you're yeah. playing against, okay. AI. The only thing I was disappointed about was like, because this takes place in between 2 and 3, Halo 2 and 3. Right. More so inside Halo 2 storyline. Right. And uh, the enemies, there's no elites in there as but far as enemies. In, the... they, uh, in Halo 2, there are enemies. Right. In Halo 3, you're friends. There's no enemies elite. I thought you were going to say, yeah, I'm playing co-op with other players. And what I was really disappointed in, they sucked. <laughs> Guys, Jake108 is an expert at video games. He does write that article every week for us. Dude, that is like the most popular article on our site. Yeah, I guess. It should be because the man is an expert. <laughs> um, did you play any other video games? Do other video games exist to you, sir? Uh, I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Oh, <laughs> I called Cap. I think you called Cap. I did. Shit. Okay, so we're definitely looking forward to Marvel Ultimate Alliance too. Jake, you actually got a chance to play it. What are the differences? You think it's better than Marvel Ultimate Alliance, yeah, the original? Yeah, I do. Well, what would you say that? I like the new uh, fusion powers where you combine things. Okay, uh, so you can call Cap, but I can still bank on some of your powers yeah, if I'm... I, I combine his powers with Storm, uh -huh. where she shot lightning at me, and the lightning bounced off the Captain America shield. Okay. And electrocuted everybody within between you and Storm. Holy shit. And there's that. There's Spider-Man that say you can swing Wolverine around. So okay. you're swinging him around. He has his claws out. He has his claws out, and you're just swinging yeah. him around, hitting people. And there, and Storm can also uh, 
Johnny Storm yeah. does his little fire, and then she creates a tornado. So it's like a fire tornado. Okay, so Storm and Johnny Storm. Yeah. So um, how's the game play? Is it? I mean, ha- it's, it's still the same. Okay. Except for the fusion powers, it's like L trigger, and then you press another button. Okay. So, but it's depending. easy. It's easy to do the yeah, fusion powers. Yeah, it is. As long as it, you build up like a meter, you okay. collect things, and you can do it. Does the game look the same? No. It's uh, I think it's a better graphics engine. Okay. What's the difference? You think? Uh, it's no more shell shaded. Okay. <laughs> Which is kind of getting boring. Right. So you played Ultimate Alliance 2. You played ODST. What else you got? Uh, I know I played something else, but I can't remember. What is that? What is it? Do you play oh, Leopard? Yeah, you, I played Leopard, Leopard Dead 2. Yes. Okay, because he's the guy who never <laughs> wants to play Dead Air with me. I one campaign I've yet to finish on the original, but I I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm I played Leopard Dead 2. So Left 4 Dead 2, were there any noticeable difference, or did it actually feel like you were playing downloadable content for number one? It, it could have been what ODST is to Halo 3. Right. But other than that, the graphics is a little up. Oh yeah. Uh, there's uh, I saw two new enemies. Okay. There's this thing. There's what a, were they? There's that like half the size of a tank thing charger. Okay, a charger. They, they run just through really fast. Group, right. yeah. There's that, and there's this thing called the spitter, which what, I haven't, uh, I haven't a seen. Spitter? Yeah. Basically. Spitter. No. No. Right. Wait. What? What are they? They're a spitter. <laughs> well, it's a spitter. It's a spitter. It spits out like this liquid, and everything that it spits on catches on fire. Oh shit! So uh, there's there's that, and there's you can get. I mean, you know how you used to grab ammunition? Yeah. In uh, rooms and stuff, you can upgrade your ammunition so where it, like, if I fire shotgun bullets, the bullets are they incinerate anything that hits. Oh, that's nice. Do you, um. Other, how about the melee weapons? The new wave melee uh, weapons. Did you play with those at all? I, I grabbed an axe, but then I got down by a hunter and I lost it. I uh. think she, she picked it up. I oh, you know, picked the, the axe? Kelsey, his woman, picked up the axe. <laughs> How's the relationship going? You guys met through Geekscape on Gears of War and Xbox Live. How's yeah. the relationship with Kelsey? Good. Because <laughs> you, you're staying with her family here. Yes. How was that? It's, it's okay. My parents would be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're not staying there. But uh, but what for the advice for the for the geeks, what what was you what what tactics did you use to convince your parents to let you stay with with, with your lady friend and her family? I guess they just met my parents. <laughs> okay, okay. That's basically, it. Okay, so they trust her. <laughs> yeah. Right? Should they? Okay. You think? Hey, Ashton, are you cool with this? Okay. Oh, Ashton's there. Okay, cool. The sister's there. Get your hands off of her. Brian, you're waving me on. What are we waving on to? You want to go back to work? <laughs> okay, we, we got we to get to an interview or something? Okay, do you want Zach to talk or, 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 or Steven Modern Boy? Steven, have you experienced anything? Come over here. Yeah. Have you experienced <laughs> anything? Have you, oh, what has been your experience in San Diego so far? I've Come experienced here. nothing. Come over here. What, what, do, what do you got? Uh, I'm standing in line for uh, Sending that press line for about two and a half hours yesterday right. was was a lot of fun actually. Trying to wait waiting to meet Tim Burton, you know. Oh, we and were supposed to meet Tim Burton, and who do we meet instead? Uh, Audrina Partridge from The Hills. <laughs> wait a minute! Awesome. Wait a minute! Wait wait wait! <laughs> I did something I've always wanted Help to do. Help me out of okay, this. Okay, wait. I have done something I've always wanted to do on Geekscape, which I always th- there's never been a situation in which like I have had the opportunity to do it, and we finally got it. Thanks to the team. Thank yes. you, Steven. It was, it was who whispered it in my ear, and I'm like, brilliant. Um, I, uh, uh, we have, so, okay, did you explain the Tim Burton no, thing? No, well, okay, so we were supposed, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I got, I booked us Tim Burton for the show, and he essentially stood the entire press line up, like, three hours, everyone was waiting, and then, so what we got was we got a, so um, started bringing out, 
people yeah, who be, we had no idea. It, nothing, in Comic Con, yeah, there's 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 yeah. a red carpet outside, and the and everyone just kind of uses it. So the Twilight people came through. Um, well, some, uh, some other Twilight pe- people came through, but not to us. Right. Let, yeah. Let's, let's, let's be clear. No, we were. Yes. It's weird, but there was there was like two like like clumps of press. There was press that have all this really expensive, awesome right. equipment there, and then there was the online press and cable. There was and us I, with the name tag on the ground. Red. What? What did it say? <laughs> Okay, so we have our name tag on the ground. It said Greekscape. So G R E E K. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Yeah. You what's up, bro? Hey, hey, welcome to Greekscape. Yeah. It's no big deal. You know, go uh, get this movie Five Jager Bombs. Fra- frats that like movies right. too. Frats like movies too. Yeah. For you, uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the 300 panel. Uh, we're gonna go to the. We're gonna go. Who else? We gotta go. Oh, we're gonna quote swingers. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. All right, I'm gonna rape your sister. <laughs> uh, uh, so, anyways, we uh, uh, we we had <laughs> Greekscape, which I thought was amazing. Anyways, but the thing that I got to ask because she was a consolation prize, you know, right, one of those right. people that came through uh, to get back to the point. Uh, Adriana, Adriana Partridge, Patra, some some really hot chick from the hills, and she came through and she answered it. I was being facetious, but she answered it. Very honestly, and it made me happy. I got to ask, who are you wearing? Brian. And the answer is Carl Brian, Lager. Brian, Brian, you, you can either you can either talk about it or show it. Oh, yeah. oh! oh! He kind of forgot how this works. Let's show this. Let's okay, okay, and uh, here that is. You guys play sorority sisters in this movie, and uh, so did you guys actually belong to a sorority? No, I actually never have. Neither have I. Who are you wearing? I've always wanted to ask this on this show. I'm Carl Lagerfeld. Awesome. So, um, do you guys regularly watch scary movies uh, just on your own spare time? I actually, I've always been a fan of horror films, so yes. Do you have a certain favorite? Um, The Exorcist. That is my favorite as well. Great pick. I I can't watch them. <laughs> I get panic attacks whenever I watch. Um, so I I survived through um through watching some of the classics um, like Psycho and stuff, but. That's as much as I can do. Right, sounds great. And just yes or no, uh, do you think your characters make made good choices in this movie? No. Is that a trick question? <laughs> My character makes very, very poor choices. All right. Thanks for your time. I'm Rumor. I'm Brianna. I'm Margo. And we're here uh, for your film. Sorority Row. All right. Great. So um, what... Uh, you guys don't seem like the type to uh, watch very many scary movies. Um, do you... I mean, they scare you, of yeah. course, but it, right. it's so much fun. I like when someone pops out and says "boo" to me real quick. Yeah. The oh my God, it's the worst. <laughs> Happens all the time to me. I, I mean, if, if, like a cat will scare me walking around the corner. So, yeah. So you're easily scared. So in real life, in movies, it takes a lot to scare me. I think because I'm always expecting something to jump out. Yeah. But in real life, you can just say, you could scare me right now, and I'm looking right at you. That's yeah. Right. Boo. <laughs> okay. No, you're right. You're scared. So, uh, what was it like uh, working on this movie? Did you guys? Would you guys? Could you guys sleep or? Oh, I mean. Yeah, yeah we had so I, I'm much shocked fun. actually that we finished the movie. I mean, yeah. we just had such a great time doing it, you know. Yeah, we really all loved hanging out and hanging out after, you know, we were all wrapped and everything. Yeah, I did it. It was awesome. This just in: half of our audience has killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that's something I'd always want to do. Uh, we have, we've had. Uh, There's a couple other people, people there, right? Yeah, There's a few uh, people on. Andy Sandberg. Uh, yeah. All of which, uh, you know what? Why don't we just show them that yeah. whole little clump? Put it all together. Okay. And we're back. All right. 
so, uh, Stephen, yes. uh, what else have you experienced here at Comic Con? Um, you know, just run, running around doing interviews, uh, you know, uh, meeting some cool people, the the uh, stars of Psych. What are we going to have written up this year? Okay. okay. Now, Stephen and I, oh. Stephen, I'm going to call you out in front of the entire audience okay. on the internet right. over Go there, ahead. pantsless Go at I'm home. Ready. I'm ready. Um, I can take it. Last year, we had him do, he's the biggest Doctor Who fan you'll ever meet. This tattoo, this, this, this side, tattoo, this is, sorry, I don't know your body. Um, yes. <laughs> so this tattoo says, uh, what does it say? It says Blythe Droog, which is uh, Welsh for Bad Wolf. Bad Wolf, which, yes. uh, if you don't know, is, so all the Doctor Who fans are laughing because it is a Doctor Who thing. Yes. Um, and he did, a, of course, our Doctor Who interviews last year. Yes. And I'm like, okay, cool, can't wait to this, can't wait for this. You know, it's like biggest Doctor Who fan writing this. Got the big, got, got like one long paragraph, <laughs> and then uh, well, yeah, it was a little, part two, punctuation. part two coming next week. <laughs> part two never came. It was good though. The part article last year was on uh, was Torchwood. Fictional. Yes. Part two never came. Yes. And occasionally we do call Stephen Part Two. Yes. Um, just to remind him that when you write for us, it is business. It's serious business. So. Well, um, and now I refuse to write Part but, Two. But this year. This year. What are you going to do? In, uh, in about three hours or so, I will be at a, a round table with uh, Russell T. Davies. Woo! Doctor Who. And, how many uh, parts? Gardner. Now, how many parts is this This uh, will be a one this part. article? This will be a okay. one-part article. Great. And, uh, and you can yeah. go check that out yes, on Geekscape.net. I think that's about as that's anything that yeah, I really it. wanted to take care of. Can you pan over to John here. to see what he's doing? He's asking. There we go. Both microphones. What's up, guys? I, I thought I saw these glasses on Ashton, and I had to get them. Why are you giving me both mics? Are you guys? You guys are leaving them. Uh, so, so guys, I think Brian and Bibiani and everybody, we have to get to another interview. Uh, we're gonna give you guys some more footage over the next coming episodes in little clumps as Geekscape, Geekscape pods. Right? Take, please do this. What I love is that after this, like, I'm alone this now. Entire thing. I started. This is what happened. Alone. No one wants alone. a part of this now. Like, the, if you like fast forward through the entire episode, you just see like people like kind of distancing them themselves from. It's like, yeah, am I Fushita, done yet? Fushita did not want to be standing <laughs> near me. Uh, just like the audience has done with their mouses. So, so guys, um. That is going to be our episode, but there's tons of content we're still going to be putting up online on the Geekscape website. Also, written content, video content, so keep checking Geekscape.net. Get yourself a t-shirt like the ones that we've been wearing. Um, check out our Twitter, Jonathan London. That's it. Twitter.com slash Jonathan London. Uh, that's where I'm Jonathan. putting up updates. And the most important thing is become a fan of Geekscape on Facebook. Go ahead. Look for the Facebook fan page. Send it to your friends. Let's get ourselves to 1,000. And, um, Brian, anything you want to add before you run off to another interview? I love you. We work hard for you, and I love you. We love you guys. Thank you for sending us to San Diego to cover it for you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy this content, all right? Because we're doing it for you. People just put out Amber Alerts when I said that. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> we uh, miss you, and we like what you're wearing today. <laughs> You've been watching Greekscape, bro. <laughs> Let's go donk some bitches, press some biddies up on the dance floor, bro. Wow, I love that Greekscape. Hey, dude, bro, bro, uh, so what's your favorite kind of cheese? I hope it's Oh, that's feta. a different Greek skate. Yeah, I know. It's just like, hey. oh, we're just really proud of being Greek. He makes it Italian? <laughs> I was thinking, like, polytheism. Like, I worship a dude who fucked a bull. And I was thinking the ethnicity. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, you I think worship a dude who fucked a bull? Yeah, Zeus fucked a bull. Oh. All right, um, so guys, we will see you guys next week and later on this week with more content. That's it. Thank you. Hey, Geekscapes, come over here. We do this every year.
Get over here, Fujina. Get over here. Bibiani, get over here. Come here, scarf Jose. in 90 degree weather. Yeah, look at this guy. Get in front, Jose. Get right here. I actually remember the last thing that I saw, and it was the Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, they showed wow. us a new bit. Awesome? It was good. It looks really good. So just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> we will see you guys next week back on the couch. But be checking out the website for more content. I never thought I'd be this close to Gilmore before. <laughs> oh, hello. What's that? What's this? Inside. Do you feel that? <laughs> it's wet and soft. It All is right. good. <laughs> That's my hand. My uh, tail is wet. That means I'm excited. <laughs>